Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. is Seiji and Jordan <laughs> yeah our guest Jordan my my very good friend J-Chan welcome back it's been a year a year since you've been on the show cool tell me Jordan what has gaming been like for you in the last year I haven't done much gaming yeah mm. you used to be our our number one Atome source like because you used to play a bunch of them what happened to you? I still own a lot. <laughs> why do you? Why don't you like playing them anymore? I don't know, I just haven't played much of anything anymore. That's sad. That's mm -hmm. sad. You you have been playing a multiplayer game a lot. Uh yeah, I played some Style Savvy today too. Ooh, Style and, Savvy. Uh, What's that? It's like a a little Nintendo game where you just make cute outfits for cute girls. Oh really? You run like a clothing store. Yeah. Is this for the 3DS? Uh, yeah, 3DS. Oh. Although I can't imagine there won't be one for Switch eventually. Is it a Nintendo first-party game? It seems uh, like a... I think they publish it. Oh, wow. like it's in Smash too. It's like a second party. Okay, well, all right, like the Xenoblade games and stuff. Wait, but there, there's a bunch of them. Which one are you playing? <laughs> uh, the one I played this morning. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but probably the newest one. Styling Star. That sounds right. Oh, <laughs> styling star. <laughs> so I'm still playing a fair bit of casual stuff, so I'll probably that's still good. be into Animal Crossing. Yeah, actually, that's that is a segue, an unintentional segue. I had a note because uh, Animal Crossing's out in like a month, mm -hmm. and I said, I assume you all are hyped. So hyped, but why? And tell me why Animal Crossing is so great. It's fucking adorable. Okay, cute. It's cute. It's cute and relaxing to play. Relaxing. I've heard other people play it, say that before. So, would you guys like? I had a friend. This is this is a, a tangent, but something related. But I, I had a friend. We used to play World of Warcraft, and one of his favorite things to do in World of Warcraft was just fish. And he would like take off all of his gear, put on like fishing clothes, and just go down to like the lakes in the city and just fish. But the fishing mini game in World of Warcraft wasn't even that in depth. It didn't really give you much. But he's like, oh, I like to relax and go down and, and do virtual fishing. And I never understood. But it, so it sounds like this Animal Crossing thing is similar. I guess, yeah. Chopping trees down? Crossing. Chopping trees? Yeah, you can chop trees. Do you regrow them after? Yeah. That's good. It's Animal Crossing, you don't want your town to be like shit, so. Yeah, I'm just saying it could be sending a bad message to children if you're just chopping trees down, not regrowing them. Find a, new, find a new tree to replace the old one. Yeah, Animal Crossing is going to be the bad influence on kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> the last Animal Crossing for 3DS was was insanely popular, right? Everybody loved it. Who played? Who who like Animal Crossing? Uh, yeah, I think so. You played the last one, Sadie? Yeah, I liked it. I know Megan, my partner in life, Megan. Uh, she played the shit out of the last Animal Crossing. Like I don't know, hundreds of hours in that thing. Yeah, I saw and... her dream home or something. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> and she's so she's really excited about 
uh, about the new one coming out. As one of the reasons why I wanted to get her that Switch for her birthday, so because I knew she'd want to play Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing and Doom are the games that she's most hyped for. This year. <laughs> I think they both come out the same day. So very similar games. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> same same vibe. You want it? You want to relax? You throw on some Doom. <laughs> So back to your question about like why Animal Crossing. Um, there's something about how it plays. The, of course, the looks get you. It's pretty cute, I, I would admit. But also, also, there's something about the gameplay itself. It just feels very relaxed. And even, even at the pace you walk, the stuff that you have to do. But there's also some underlying stuff that get you in the loop in a very effective way. The general idea is that you get a debt. Right, <laughs> so you get your home, and then oh, you start. You start off in debt. Yeah, <laughs> and there's something about trying to repay it really early on, um, just collecting a bunch of stuff that you find. There's something about that that is very mm, depressing, satisfying. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. It was for me anyway. It sounds then, like too much of your life. And then you try to get more more efficient with how you generate that that income, right? And then you start finding different ways of collecting different kinds of fruits or, or fishing kind, uh, different kinds of fish. And, and then mm -hmm. you notice there's, there's a lot of depth in all of those systems because it depends on the hour where you do uh, your fishing or uh, the season. It, it, it's just something that gets you going. And then all of a sudden you are deep into the system of collecting or, or doing the the stuff that is the most efficient, right? I don't know. There's something about that that really got me. Mm -hmm. But in general, it's just the feeling of playing that game. It has a very unique feeling that I just, I'm I'm like, I'm thirsty to play that again. That's <laughs> oh, nice right usage now. of this slang. Seiji's thirsty as fuck for playing some Animal Crossing. That's Can you... Choice. <laughs> I don't Can know. Can you if... marry... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay. <laughs> That'd be my favorite safety quote in a long time. Okay. Uh, do you marry the animals in, in uh, Animal Crossing? No. Okay. Sadly. So that that's the um uh, the uh, fuck another one right the um uh, Harvest Moon series. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you guys played the Harvest Moon series as well? Yep. Perfect. So tell me what's the difference between the two? Which do you prefer and why? I'm actually fascinated. I want to hear about this. Ooh. I'll let you start, Jordan. Oh, jeez. I haven't played at Harvest Moon in a while. Stardew Valley is pretty close, though. Oh, yeah, that's um, you can count that, too. What's different? I, I feel like Harvest Moon has more of a, a goal in mind, so I won't keep playing it for as long. Okay. But Animal Crossing, while there's that debt, there's just a lot of other shit you kind of do. Is Animal Crossing kind of like a sandbox in comparison? I think that's a pretty strong word for it. So yeah, I yeah. Know. I, know <laughs> I know it's not like Minecraft or anything, but like... Like it doesn't have a, a a true ending. Like you could just keep playing and collecting shit until you're satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, that would drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Harvest Moon, you can kind of keep doing that too, but after a while, it's like, oh, I've gotten married, I've got the nicest house, I have all this stuff. Right. So you have kind of a set of goals in the Harvest Moon games, and once you complete them, you're quote unquote done. Yeah. But Animal Crossing is just like keep. Oh, you paid your debt. Well, keep on living. Pretty much get the biggest house, pay your debt, and then you can still just keep collecting items or make friends with new villagers and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me uh, put it out there and, and I'll see if like Jordan agrees with this thought. Okay. It, it's because <laughs> it's forming in my mind still, so I don't know if right. how well it's gonna come out. So I think that 
in Harvest Moon, you feel as a player that you're acting upon the game. Like the game is a thing and you're making things to the game to affect it. And yes, there is a very big component of of being mm, more goal oriented, right? You have these goals and you wanna it makes you almost aggressive to want to do those things and to obtain some of these things. And there's there's an element of like grinding and it feels more like an RPG in that sense, right? It has that texture of an RPG. Animal Crossing, like if you try to play like that, the game kind of like... Sucks. It, yeah. It, <laughs> I would say the difference between Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon is like having lunch at work <laughs> and just going out with your friends for lunch. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's kind of like the feeling I get. Makes more sense to me. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's quite the comparison, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can have lunch at work with the same group of people, right? Yeah. But it's a different feeling that like you go and you have to, like, you eat and you, you might, you know, have a good time and everything, but, you know, you're at work and you have to, like, go back to work. And I see. But when you're going out with friends for, for, for fun, you can stay a little bit longer or you can just go <laughs> or it's more relaxed. I don't know. It's got, it has some of that aesthetic. I'm not saying that um, I'm, I'm defining anything mechanically. It's more like a feeling. It's weird. Well, that's Animal Crossing, I guess. Yep. Good stuff. Um, so speaking of hype and and new things, and this is also applies to Valentine's Day. Uh, Jordan, I think I know your stance in this, but Sonic the Hedgehog is out in like a like less than a week. The movie, yeah, starring James Marsden and and Marsden and 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 Jim Carrey. Uh, the the Sonic movie. I am excited. But I have mixed feelings, as I said before, uh, to you in person. I am excited because well, I originally was excited for the train wreck because Sonic looked like, <laughs> like, like I don't know, this is bad, like garbage, yeah, piece of shit, uh, awful. Sorry to the concept artists who made that, but you were off on the wrong track. <laughs> so that I was excited, just like cats. I was like, all right, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> take a little bit of legal substance, go see this movie and come out a happy person because of the train wreck. But now it looks kind of good. I don't know. Like Jim Carrey looks like he's having a blast and I think he's a good role for Robotnik even though they thin washed him. That... <laughs> That's the my new thing right as of right now. They thin they thin washed him. He should have been Eggman's the shape of an egg. Okay. Someone someone needs to be more outraged about this. I can't believe I haven't seen that online anywhere. <laughs> No, I just assume that no one would. It's stupid, but uh, anyways, so so despite him being thin washed, I'm still uh, excited. Uh, and Sonic now looks adorable, so that's helpful. Uh, I think it might just be good, but it better be better than good or bad. I can't just have all right because that's that's not fun. And uh, are you looking forward to seeing Tails in action? The, his uh, his cop, his cop sidekick. That's definitely Tails. Nope. His name is Miles. Uh, Miles Powers, and he has a two tails um, a mirror hanger thing. You know, uh, like instead of dice in the mirror in his car, he has two tails. And he used to be a, a fighter pilot and an engineer, and now he's a cop, and he finds his buddy Sonic. No, nope. nope. and Sonic and Tails. One Batman movie already did me dirty with Robin. Sonic doesn't have to do it with Tails. <laughs> well, there won't be any Tails in this, I'm sure, except for, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it looks, looks a lot better. Seiji, we've never talked about the Sonic movie. Have you seen the, the trailers or anything? Yeah, like I saw the trailer for the original uh, treatment. <laughs> I thought they reacted too quickly, too, like suspiciously so, right? You mean that they were ready to fix it right away? You think it was a, like a thing that they planned? I think so. It feels like it, yeah. Huh. It's a conspiracy theory. And then they got the look too right. <laughs> so I don't know. It feels suspicious. That Did would be they, fascinating. Like, destroy a company after making them do a bunch of overtime for the fixes. If they knew in advance. If you plan it that way. Like you, you make from the beginning you make like two versions, right? You make like an ugly version on purpose, like it's super, super ugly. <laughs> but in reality you've been working on the other so you just you just focus on the trailer, right? So you make an ugly trailer. <laughs> then you release it, create outrage because people, you know they get mad. Yeah. But the people they got to do the fixes got like dropped. Oh, okay. So there's stories about that. got shut down after a bunch of overtime. Ah, okay. So then. So if if that was planned, that's like extra shitty. Extra evil. Uh, It's kind of like when you are showing art to a client, you throw in a few bad pieces so that they pick the one that you want them to. Except for the times when it backfires and they pick the shitty art. And then you're stuck working on something that you really don't want to do because you thought that they would pick the clearly better option. And then they don't. But in this case, they did pick the better option, so I guess it, I guess it worked out in the end. There's no way there wasn't nicer concept art to start, though. Yeah, I don't know who made those decisions, but they clearly hadn't had no idea what Sonic was or why people liked it, or really anything. Um, yeah, I mean, it would have been good monster design. Like if I had just seen that as a creature, I'd probably be like, oh, it's just fine. But if as soon as you try to tell me it's Sonic, <laughs> then I'm creeped out. So- Sonic should not have quads that thick. <laughs> his legs shouldn't be that buff I want to see Hollywood's Animal Crossing oh my god could you alright I'm trying to imagine it now this like grotesque animals plopping in I don't know man I don't know because the Animal Crossing should be a home run like easy to make a movie about a you, you could do anything with Animal Crossing it just feels like an easy movie to make there are make anime Pixar? movies I think yeah. uh, there's at least one anime yeah, yeah. have you watched it I uh, yeah, I watched it some years ago. Not much happens in it, but it's cute. That's, so, I mean, that's... that's accurate, right? Yeah. That's good. It's an episode on fishing? I think there is fishing in it. Yes. I can't remember for sure, though. Good. You know, uh, in Dragon Ball Kakarot, the PS4, you can fish in that, too. And uh, I also beat that relatively recently. Just want to throw that out there. My accolades. Good game. R- strongly recommended. Fish to your heart's content in Dragon Ball Kakarot. Did you enjoy fishing there? Um, Did you find it relaxing? No. No, it was okay. It wasn't bad, but uh, there was one quest I had to do. That I had to fish a specific fish, and it was, it was being an ass. It wasn't coming out. But on the plus side, I got a bunch of ingredients for cooking, so I was able to make my character stronger. So it didn't feel like a complete waste of time. So I guess fishing was okay. In See, that's the thing. In Dragon Ball Kakarot, Fishing matters because it gives you more ingredients to make more food, and food directly permanently increases your stats. So even collecting animals and shit never felt like a complete waste. Unlike other games where, like, uh, if you like for MMOs, for example, and I'm sure console games and stuff too, you you gather all these ingredients to make a like a temporary buff. Like you go fishing and stuff, and you can make a cool potion that will give you a good buff, but it always runs out. 
And so I never really did those. I was like, I, I'll just, I don't like consumables. I'll figure this out on my own. And, but with Dragon Ball, that shit all adds up. Make a very powerful Goku. I, I kicked that game's ass. Except for all the post-content stuff. I didn't really do any of that. So probably much harder later on. But sorry, that doesn't matter. Until the, until the inevitable um, DLC comes out. I might actually buy DLC for that if it, if it adapts like Super or some of the movies or something. All right, so we talked about Sonic. We talked about Animal Crossing. Now, a game that I've been talking about a shit ton for over the years, a game whose, whose praise I uh, never run out of giving. And that's Wonderful 101. I guess there was a Kickstarter to get it on Switch, and then there was a stretch goal of having it on the PS4 and PC, and uh, it, it smashed them all. It's coming out, baby. I'm going to get to replay that game. My friends can play it because it's on a bunch of other other consoles. I'm excited. I, I wonder if my friend BBQ Crew will play it. Sundary J, BBQ Crew, fire up some wonderful 101. Who knows? Um, and the last thing I had was, aren't two consoles launching this year? Is that true? Is it this year? I'm pretty sure it's this year, right? I Fuck. think so. I wish we had P, a P1 on the show this episode. Yeah. He always has all the news and stuff. Are you excited, Rob? <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a thing. I should be, but I, I keep forgetting it's even a thing. I feel like I haven't seen much. I don't know, but I, I want a PS5. I will buy a PS5. When mm -hmm. the pre-orders go up, I will buy it. I love the fact that it's backwards compatible. That's I'm super pumped for that. I won't, not going to buy the Xbox, I don't think, because I, I didn't have a reason to buy the Xbox One, so I, I doubt I'll have one to, a reason to buy the, the new one. Even though it has Game Pass, the best deal in gaming. That uh, That's not quite right. I think it's Game Pass Ultimate. The best deal in gaming. Yeah. You gotta you gotta have that whole tagline in the, in there. That sounds better. Um, yeah, I don't know. I should be more more hyped about it. I it's gonna make my PS4 games run faster, so that's pretty exciting. They Less load games yet? I don't think so. Uh, let's take Why a look. Would I get hyped about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. PlayStation Five news. Game Boy. Look it up. Beep beep boop boop. I still want Shimigami Tensei Five on the Switch. That's the only thing I can think of that's coming out. It doesn't have any info yet. Yeah, I would, I'm looking forward to that, too. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't then, say. Doesn't... Sony is skipping E3 again, right? Is it? I think so. That's coming up, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost PS... It's almost... It's it, Well, it's not almost. It's like four months away. You know, last last E3, I didn't care that much. No. What's wrong with me? Am I getting too old? Am I... Am I... <gasps> I'm above target demo. Yeah. I don't care anymore. This mm -hmm. is awful. I'm dead. I'm basically dead now. Yeah, I don't care. I used to fucking E3 was a big event for me. I would, and I still, I'll still book the days off and turn it on. But last year, I didn't even watch the entire time. This is bad, guys. I don't. Where's my youth gone? Jordan, you're still, you're still young. You're like what, sixteen? Oh yeah, are for you, sure. Are you excited for uh, E3 at all? I have never been excited for E3. <laughs> I've never really watched it or anything of the sort. I'll just look at announcements afterwards. Yeah. Well, I used to be excited. Are there other things that you were excited before and now you're not? Like, in general, in life, you mean? Yeah. I used to be more affected by media. Like, uh, I would, I used to be, like, one of those... I used to get more emotional and the invested watching shows and stuff. So, like, I don't know. My, my, okay, this is an embarrassing admission. I don't even know... I, you know, fuck it. <laughs> one of the times I cried in a movie theater was were, during one of the worst movies I've ever watched. It's so... It's, this is, like, shameful to admit. I fucking teared up at Click. Adam Sandler's movie fucking Click. Wait, okay. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why. It can be but touching. When he was at the end and he realized his life had been yeah. fucked up, I was like, this this is really moving me right now. It's a shitty movie. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't know why. But so that was like, if I could, you know, tear up at that, I should be able to tear up at anything. But nowadays, I just don't uh, find I get that emotionally invested in um, movies and stuff. Like uh, the last time I cried for any media was probably Final Fantasy 15, which I guess is not that far away, far away. So it's been like three years, I think, like the last time I cried. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I'm losing losing my my emotions. Huh. I'm becoming too much of a of a, of a dead adult. No, I'm just kidding. I obviously still feel shit. But like, yeah, as far as like getting invested in the characters, I used to be able to get right into it. And now now it's, it's not as much anymore. I enjoy it, but I don't uh, I don't really get is emotionally involved whereas i know i have friends or or megan who was crying during ultraman and uh and, and super sentai and i'm just like i wish i was crying too but i'm not yeah i'm not a, i'm not a beta soy boy anymore i guess oh that's <laughs> that's the right term nomenclature for those is that, is that the right right word <laughs> to me it's kind of like the opposite like the older i become like more movies make me tear up Last one I can think of was Marriage Story. I don't know if you guys are into that. I haven't seen it. Movies. It's really, really good. Uh, Animals will still get me. Anything that has to do with, like, especially cats and dogs and them getting hurt in movies and stuff, I still, uh, I still, that, that, that affects me. I can't, I can't do that very well. Maybe it's just because I don't, like, I don't know. Maybe I don't have enough to relate to when it comes to, like, I know, I know a lot of parents, for example, get really on edge when it comes to stuff with kids and movies and shit. Like if, you know, maybe maybe if you're if you have children, you're more likely to identify with parents in distress. Dude, I don't know. Maybe something happens to your brain when you get a uh, when you become a parent. But like uh, nowadays, I'm older than most parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like parents of of children about that age. Right. That's true. And it's like, dude chill out you know what i mean <laughs> jordan you're gonna have kids soon right oh yeah for sure yeah you, you always talk about how much you want to have a baby and start a family yeah not a nightmare at all definitely not <laughs> really i i wouldn't think that of jordan no she that was joking oh jordan does yeah <laughs> so no interest okay not at all oh i see yeah i'm still in that boat too you want kids sydney i'm thinking about it but um you'd be a good parent i think um but it's hard. Yeah, it's a big change. It's it's like if it's related back to games. If you have two skill trees, you take the child, the child skill tree, you are locked out of the freedom skill tree. You never get that back. You can never fully spec into one or the other. Once you have a kid, your whole class it's a class change. Yeah. You become parent. I mean, it's not like I have tons <laughs> of stuff stuff to do, right? It's more of a I mean, like I don't feel ready, but I. I I talk to people and they all, they always say, "Hey, you're never gonna be ready." So uh, I don't know. Mm. It's a big responsibility. Uh, the idea of it is stressful. Mm. Like you're responsible for a sentient being's life and the decisions they make, although their own are still stuff that reflects on you. Yeah. Imagine like having a really shitty kid. That could happen. Oh. And then you're gonna feel like crappy the whole time. Like fuck, my my child's a dud. <laughs> <laughs> wow 
I wonder if our parents ever felt that way about us. <laughs> no way. I, my, my sister is an awful human being, so I, I, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm the best child. So I'm like, I'm good. But maybe your parents feel that way. Yeah. It's rough. What, do you, have any, you have a sibling. You have a sister, right? I do. I have is a sister. It, do you think your parents love her more than you? Uh... <laughs> Jordan, do you think your parents love you more than your brother? Uh, no, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> I don't call as often, and I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of prissy when they make me come yeah, come over and point. visit them. So <laughs> he will call all the time and stuff. Yeah, well, you're more why independent. Don't, why don't you call like your brother? <laughs> I don't need to call every week. We don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can relate to that. Uh, I do get nagged a little bit for not calling much. But I'm like, well, just call me if you really want to talk. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Like I, you have a you, can, you have a phone. I don't like talking on the phone. If you really want to talk to me, just give me a call and I'll talk to you. And then and they, they never do. They'll just complain that you never call them. Yeah, and then we can argue about worldviews we don't agree with. And it's really fun. Yeah, I think that doesn't <laughs> happen as much for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, do you guys have any other game shit before we go to the topic? Let's go to the topic. All right. Up next, Valentine's Day topic. Woo! Okay, we're back. So, so this year uh, we decided to follow Sagey's muse. Yes. Sagey, why don't you introduce the game? You you are the biggest fan of this this person than anybody I know, at least. So we we have a lot of history. Um, <laughs> for our first Valentine's Day special, I believe Jordan picked three games, right? Yes. Am I right? And then and then I don't know for what reason. I don't know what Jordan thinks of me. <laughs> Um, but I, you didn't have but I got Florida, I think. I something to you. Yeah. So I got a free game from Steam called Seduce Me. And yeah. at, at first I thought, well, this looks like a joke. Might be something that um, I'm not getting here. Because sometimes I don't get you, your guys' jokes. Right. But I played it and... Maybe it was the time of my life, like what I was thinking at the time, or I don't know, but I found it weirdly fascinating. And <laughs> that's that's what happened. And then I looked at the developer, as I often do, you know, trying yeah. to see, you know, oh, what company is this? Who's making these kinds of games? Like, because it's interesting. Like, I know how how decisions are made in companies, right? There's mm -hmm. meetings and then they plan all this kind of stuff so in order for something to come out either it's very well planned and it's intended to be like that or someone has a lot of pool or something like that right so it's more of like a, a tour kind of thing and so i found <laughs> michaela loss and apparently she is this wonderful person mm -hmm. is very passionate about the genre mm -hmm. about I don't know how what's the denomination for this, but like fake anime stuff. Otome games? But not just Otome games, but the aesthetic of this fake anime thing. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't what know. do you mean by fake fake anime? Well, it's like, um, it's not anime because, well, it's, I don't know what, what the definition for this, for anime is. So oh. I'm just, I'll, I'll just talk yeah. in, in, in how I like think totally about it. Like totally spies anime. Because yeah, anime is kind of like made in Japan and it's, it's, it has like its formulas and its own aesthetics and all that, right? Yeah. But, 
when I think of fake anime, it's like something that is trying to resemble being that, but is not made in that system, right? Right. Yeah. It's kind of like American anime. So we played Seduce Me too one one year, and it was even even better. I love Seduce that Me. game. It was fun. And um, so I sometimes visit Michael's um, website just to see what <laughs> what she's 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 got new. You know what? You're what a fan. You're a legit fan. I think so. I think kind of so. like how I love Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, I think so. This yeah. is a, a, a gaming's Tommy Wiseau, maybe. Yeah, like um, I, I would happily meet Tommy Wiseau, but I like all of his movies and stuff. Maybe they're not the best artistic things ever, but I, I like them. <laughs> I think this might be a little insulting to her calling her the Tommy Wiseau. But everybody loves Tommy Wiseau. Uh huh. Yeah. You're right, my bad. There was a few games new that, that we haven't played, not related to Seduce Me, and I suggested one of them. Um, and eventually, we, we were looking for a game that you could play like on your phone, right? That, I think yeah, that was, that was what we thing. wanted, even though it didn't matter in the end. <laughs> we <could've... laughs> I did find it. I did. Uh, so what a, what a waste, because in the end, we could have played anything we wanted to. Because they were like, we're like our, me and P1 were like, yeah, we kind of want to play on our phone. I don't really feel like going playing on my computer. Not really much of a computer gamer. It's usually prefer a console. Um, so, because because she has more games on her website, which maybe next time we'll pick one of these ones. But so I was like, all right, cool. Then I'll look on online. The first thing I did was just go Michaela Laws in the uh, in the Google Play and like, oh wow, all right, she has like three games on here. This is great. She has Seduce Me One and Seduce Me Two, but we already played those. And then she has one called Valentine Panic. Um. So I was like, yeah, let's play this. And then half of us don't have uh, uh, iPhones. And it's not available on the iPhone. So I was like, well, shit. Uh, so then I started looking for other ones. Like I was Googling good Atome games on, on mobile and stuff. And every once in a while, I would find one that looks promising that, that is like, you know, you could just buy it. Uh, and it would be only available on Android and like, or iPhone. Like, well, fuck, this sucks. So then I start looking up other popular ones, and then the rest I could find that was on both platforms were usually ones that required a ticket system. And actually, Jordan could probably give some more insight in this stuff because I know she's played a few of these. But uh, actually, not for a mobile. I've only really played Mystic Messenger for it. Oh, didn't you play a horse one too? You didn't have to pay for that one. Okay, so a lot of those system, a lot of these have a stamina system like any other mobile game, uh, and basically you would pay like a ticket to play a chapter or whatever. And although they would give you them. Fairly often, I was reading that most of them take like a month to complete like any significant portion of that game without paying. And I really didn't want, I didn't want to pay a bunch of money. I just wanted to pay money up front. But there wasn't a ton of games that were affordable. We know were, were, were just games you could buy. Most of them were a freemium of some sort. Uh, eventually, we just settled on doing a Michaela Laws game anyways because everybody else is like, I don't really want to play any. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. We'll just play Michaela Laws. I, Jordan has a as an Android. We're good. And uh, so I chose it. Uh, but yeah, Mystic Messenger was one that I that I had heard about, probably mostly through Jordan from a couple of years back, right? That's that that one was like received fairly, fair, uh, very well. And that was a free one, right? Uh, yeah, it's free, but you can pay for an easier time playing it. That that game sounded kind of fascinating because you were so. Can you did you mind telling me a little bit about that game? Because some of the stuff you were telling me last week sounded interesting. Like you had to be on online at certain times of the day and stuff to woo certain boys. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't remember enough of the plot to really go into that, but the way you would uh, play it would be because it, it was simulating you in this like chat room, so you would have to join the chat room at certain times to talk to certain boys that were online. 
but it would be real time. So like the gamer would be online at 2 a.m. or some shit. And you so would get up to, yeah. to, to, to talk to the digital boy? Yeah. And they would call yeah. you sometimes or send you texts. Again, only through the app. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, do they actually send you texts on your actual phone? That would be no. interesting. No, no. <laughs> that's terrifying. So, yeah, it is. So that's, that's a popular, pretty popular uh, game, uh, probably because of the, the novelty of it. Um, so, so this Michaela Laws game, her games are not freemium. This was a dollar something in Canada, Canadian, which is a pretty, pretty reasonable price for a mobile game in general. Um, so we ultimately decided on, let's just play this one. And, and then everybody else is like, yeah, we're not going to bother. And that's where we're at. <laughs> uh, she describes Valentine Panic as a downloadable dating sim for Windows, Mac OS and Linux. And I guess also Android. You need and uh, and here's it says you need a job and fast. However, every job to apply for seems to not have any positions available to you. Before you give up, you find luck in the Pink Lady Cafe, working a full time job for Valentine's Day. Simple, right? Uh, yeah, actually, it features <laughs> four romance options: two male, two female. Oh, that's that's great. Genderless and nameable main character. Full voice acting. Memory card game. Uh, endless mode as of 2.0 steam achievements to be unlocked upon steam release a couple of hidden easter eggs oh. uh yeah and it was written and produced by Michaela laws and then she also had some other artists an editor music sound effects some voice a bunch of voice talents so um this was yeah more than just mobile yes holy shit yes it is jordan it does seem to fit mobile pretty pretty well though so that's where we're at. So you're in, so you're in this game. I named myself as as tradition, Robin with a Y. I was playing as a girl, as I always do when I play an Atome game. And uh, so you're like you're just chilling on the street. You get a call. You're like complaining about life. You're like, oh, I can't get a job. I, I'm always nailing these interviews, but they but they always uh, they never call me back, or it's never good enough. And then she gets a call from like a person she did not. No. So immediately I was like, what the fuck is going on? Did some other employer give her her contact information? She didn't apply to this job. No one, she didn't, she didn't say it's okay to give her her contact details out. So I already had a problem with that. Yeah, that <laughs> was get, really uncomfortable. Yeah, like what the fuck? You would hate that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was that was going to be like a plot point. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> no. No, it's it not. wasn't. Uh, and I found that she seems kind of unprofessional talking too. She's talking about like, Netflix and stuff. And like you're trying to hire this person and, and you're going off about binging stuff instead of being at work. Come on. You're not great. And then Pink Lady sounds like a strip club a little bit. So, you know, I, I'd have so many questions about this phone call. Mm -hmm. uh, but she didn't. She's not really, at least. She's like, all right, well, let's just do this thing and I'll go in for an interview. And he's like, oh, the interview's in an hour. So you better show up. And uh, so she's yeah, she rushes to an interview and and that's where she meets the four dream boats. And I guess it's two couples, right? Oh, pairs, two pairs, yeah, two pairs, two pairs, but one, yeah. you know, a girl and a, and a boy. So it's uh, Leia. Nothing wrong ever happens here. <laughs> Joey. Maybe you are the person we need for the Valentine's Day rush. Quinn. We'll need you at the top of your game. So try not to fall behind. Trinity. Just don't screw up and give us the wrong ingredients or misplace them, okay? And I think the setting is that you you can either decide to go to either the kitchen or you know waiting tables, right? There's a weird tick with this this place. So they come in and she's like, 
Valentine's Day is the biggest time of the year. They have these insane sales, and but they make a lot of money. And this job pays like seven hundred and fifty dollars a week at a cafe. That's that's pretty good. Well, is the week of Valentine's Day? I think. Yeah. It's just no, I, are you sure? I thought that was her going to be her regular job. No, because they even mention it in the game that the pay is there is really good in general. It's really good, but it's exceptionally good for the Valentine's. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wonder where she's actually making them. This is very distracting. Seven hundred fifty dollars though for a week. That's, that's pretty good. And. American dollars, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Probably. Uh, my first question to you guys then is: what, When you saw these four, these four dreamy choices, who did you think you're going to go for right away? Just based on what you saw at the initial getting, because I was pretty, I wasn't sure at first. Yeah, the, the 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 moment she spoke, I knew. Oh, really? What about you, Jordan? Did you have? A, I know you played two paths. Did you have any struggle for your first one? Uh, no. I thought Leia was cute, so I went there. I'm kind of surprised you didn't go for Quinn first. That's why I played it again, though. You had to get that Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jordan So Jordan actually got two ones that we didn't. Because I'm pretty sure I know who you... I think you get the same as me, Seiji. I went for Trinity. Of course. <laughs> why did you choose Trinity? Because uh, Michaela Laws always plugs herself in the games, right? So oh. I, I can recognize her, her voice. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I had no idea that she was the voice <laughs> actor either. first. I didn't know for sure, but you see, you see the 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 voice actor there uh, yeah. under Trinity. There you oh go. Oh my god! Yeah, you're fucking right. Wow, and that's why you chose it right. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't even notice. I never, I never read that. Oh, that's funny. Well, she was wow. the sassiest, also, right? She was sassy. That's why I chose too. Yeah. I guess we we both we both kind of like Michael Laws then. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We, we, she should be on the show. She should be reviewing one of these games with us. Yeah. Let's make it happen. No, it's not. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, so we chose to work in the kitchen then. And then, Jordan, at first, you chose to work in the uh, front area. I have no idea what the hell happens in that part of the game. What happens when you choose the uh, to work out front? Okay. Well, are you asking if there's any gameplay changes? Or are you asking well, no. I, I know there's not. There's no gameplay change. Okay. Right? I'm the same, the same, isn't it? It's pretty much exactly the same. It's just instead of whatever you're doing in the fucking kitchen, you're just yeah. talking to customers. Instead. So you're matching up orders. Yeah. So I, I guess we should just go ahead and say the gameplay. So this game has a little puzzle, quote unquote, puzzle aspect to it, uh, or a little memory game. So it's not it's not satisfied just being a great prose. Uh, it also wants to to be a great game too. And so it has you. Uh, if, if if anybody's played Mario Three, you remember that fun memory card game that you would you would play to uh, get free lives and stuff with Toad. Well, I do. Anyways, this is the exact same thing. Uh, it, it's just flipping cards and trying to remember what what was there, and then if you match two, they disappear, and you have a time time limit. So you're just flipping those cards. Got to get butter, butter and butter, milk and milk, egg and egg. Vanilla, vanilla, and vanilla. There's so many options of food. Coffee beans. Oh yeah, coffee. That's right. And I assume that you're matching orders out in the front. Yeah, you're getting like cakes and teas and stuff. Nice. Some good food art in this game. Some good food porn. That's what it's called, right? When uh, people like looking at pictures of food. I think so. Nice. Uh, yes, yeah, so lots of lots of great food porn in this game. Um, yeah, and so so you basically spend the week or a few days. Sorry. Uh, hanging out with these people and every and every so basically I, I'm assuming it's the same for up front, but you basically get a mini game, and then you get to talk and make an option or two with with your well first you get to choose who you want to talk to, and then you get to make an option or two, 
uh, to find out about their past or some shit. Like you can agree with them or not agree. It's, it's really like one or two options or one option per per event. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of it, after three days, after Valentine's Day, you get to see which person you, you were closest with. Uh, and then also you get a job. Forever. You get to choose. Or actually, you get to choose, don't you? You don't have to take the job. Yeah. Yeah, I took, I took the job. Me too. Yeah, I did I both want... times, but I probably should have declined the second time to see what would happen. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I I'm pretty sure there's an extra character, actually. I'm not positive, though. I did not do research on that. I did not play all four paths to unlock. Yeah, they keep talking about the manager, but she never shows up. I bet you she shows up in the end game. That's pretty rad if, if so. Mm. But uh, at the beginning I... of the game, when they ask you if you want a job, if you say no, the game just kind of ends. It's like, why are you even playing this? <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I mean, we did a similar thing when we made our visual novel game the first yeah. time. So uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I wrote notes down, actually, a little bit about this game. I wrote has voice acting, which I thought was good. Mm -hmm. uh, not the voice acting, just the fact that it had it. Uh, it had animated. They, 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 they blinked and their mouths moved, which honestly, that, I appreciate that in any visual novel game I play. I hate when they don't do that. I'm sure most do nowadays, but I've still seen ones that don't do it, don't really have any motion. I don't think seduce me had mouth movement and blinking. Oh. So I like that. And then, um, oh yeah, my notes, my notes were, I didn't like Kay. I thought she was annoying. Uh, I thought it was cool that you had options for both genders. I thought it's nice that there's a mini game, even if it's superfluous. I thought the background music was generic, but fitting. Uh, I thought the character sprites surprisingly looked fine. And the bit of animation was nice. And that's my that's notes. I praise. Game. Yeah, I know, right? It is. <laughs> uh, if I had to say, well, I guess I'll save my negatives for when we damage it. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the game. You, 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 uh, really all that cringy. Yeah, it wasn't. It was pretty clean too. Yeah, right? it was. It was. It was not seduce me. That's very for sure. safe. The only time I like, I was playing the game and, and I was expecting something, you know, raunchy. Yeah, something raunchy, <laughs> um, and it never really happened. But I was surprised by a line, and I actually took a screenshot. That's like my favorite line of, of the game. Oh, read it. I can't. But um, You won't read it, or do you want me to read it? Oh, yeah. If you want to read it, that would be great. Sure. Is the had, line about the chair? Yeah, I think so, actually. We had, a group of, uh, we, we had grouped a pair of tables together to make a large eating area for us, uh, period, to sit down and actually be able to sink into the chair was absolutely pleasurable, almost yes. sexually so. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is that? I didn't... I was just spin right over that. Holy shit! That is no place in that game because <laughs> yeah. the game otherwise is is perfectly normal. Uh, uh huh. Law seems like she might be a bit thirsty. Oh, just so just like see, that's the meaning of it. Oh, yes, boy. just like you're thirsty for Animal Crossing, uh -huh. she's also thirsty <laughs> for a comfy chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is fine. I have no. Man, get your your love out for Otome games and Hunky Boys and Demon Boys and shit and 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 I I really admire her. I did not know she had so many games. I admire that. I think it's good for her. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, how'd you feel playing the game? Uh, I thought it was pretty boring. Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe it's more exciting if we go to the kitchen. And the kitchen <laughs> seemed cute anyway. The character art was fine. I liked. Yeah, the character art was fine. But uh, but then it's kind of also boring. Yeah. So, you know, 
yeah <laughs> this this game could have used some vampires or demons or like like all she would have had to have done is make the game set in like this weird world where where monsters are coming in and you get to hit on the monsters and like you know you have like a, a vampire comes in but, or or you know what made this game even better if customers came in and they were characters from previous games like imagine if your boy from seduce me came or my boy comes in with his ripped off ripped off jacket arms off his jackets and chains wrapped around his, his biceps <laughs> he's like yelling at people that would have been, that would have been awesome Michaela Laws, who's definitely, you know, must, she's a big fan of Bonus Barrel. She must just take that in mind. Like, that's a good update idea. Throw in some of your previous characters. I really want to see. I think Sam was my character. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. I want to see a whole interconnected universe of all of her games. Kind of like how we have the Smash Bros. <laughs> but it's like all different characters from her, the Michaela Laws universe. But that was cool. I'm not even joking. I, I, want, I want that. I, I, I want to play more of her games. Like, I, I kind of like playing them. They're interesting. I admire them. Should we go to damage? All right. So here's how we do damage. Uh, every we're all responsible for one heart's uh, worth of this of this of the game's HP. Um, we can deal full damage, which means that you hate the game and that you would recommend no one play it. Waste of your time. And no damage. The other op uh, the other end is that you recommend everyone play it. It's the best game ever. You love it. It's great. Um, and then everything in between. And it's a recommendation system, not necessarily based on how good or bad the game is. So you, so if you got a low score, you don't have to feel bad. It just means we're not recommending it. Not that it's bad, but it does kind of imply it's bad a little bit if you don't full <laughs> damage. Uh, all right. So um, I guess I'll go. I'll go first since I talked so much this episode, and let let it, we'll end it on a high point with Jordan, uh, or no, we'll end on a high point with Seiji because of how much he loves Michaela. All right. So uh, I think the game. So it's a dollar. It's a dollar. It's like two dollars. That's already a good a good step in the right direction. It's cheap. Uh, you can replay it if you want to. There is some extra options. Um, it 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 promises you that you're that you're working at a restaurant during Valentine's Day and it delivers on that. I think it's cool that you can be whatever gender you want for the game. It doesn't lock you in anything, so you can. That's that, and it gives you the four options, which is pretty great. You know, you could switch. You can do whatever combination you want with that. Uh, it's voice acted, and there's some light animation, and there's a couple of CG scenes, uh, possibly unlockables, uh, a mini game. So those are all like they all sound like positives, and most of them are positives. But then if you flip the coin, it is a little boring. Uh, the mini game is not very engaging. It's a little. It's there. It's there, and I guess that's fine. Uh, I didn't really like most of the character options, but that's just a personal thing. And uh, the premise was hard to buy a little bit. Like, who's calling? Who's taking a random job? That's that sounds like you should get a friend to come with you because I don't really know if it's a safe environment for you to be going to. She did Google the restaurant though, so kudos to the character for at least double checking us before she goes goes into a sketchy situation. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd say half damage. Wow. I think that it's 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 there. You know, it, it's 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 okay. It's okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's and it's it's not great. It's just it's it's fine. It's you know if you really want to play a quick Atome game some, with some slight slightly amusing writing uh, that you don't have to wait to play for tickets and shit, uh, then you have it. It's there. If you're a Michaela Laws fan, it's a no brainer. <laughs> you gotta play it. You gotta play all of her games. But yeah, I'll go with half damage. See Jordan. Yeah. 
you're up. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. I thought the game was super boring and really yep. forgettable to the point where I forgot Quinn's name. What it even <laughs> was until you guys mentioned it. <laughs> so, <laughs> the memory game was a memory game. Whatever, yeah. if you like that, then sure, but it's not <laughs> it's very there. complex. So I wouldn't really give them much points for that. The yeah. characters were not memorable. You didn't do anything with them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Leia even had really much of an issue. She was just like, I'm really positive and it hasn't done me wrong yet. I'm gonna uh, keep being positive. I'm like, okay, sure. Get to the end of that. She gives you a handkerchief and like that well that's it. That's all you and get. I, <laughs> I don't feel like I know her any more than I did starting the fucking game. Uh, so <laughs> the premise was also really not good, hard yeah. to buy. Um <laughs> And yeah, every single day felt like the same thing over and over again, <laughs> no matter what choice you made. Yeah. So, uh, three quarters damage, because at least it does look nice. There is voice acting. There's yeah. Some effort put into the presentation, just not the content. It's fair. Three quarters, a uh, half and three quarters damage so far. Seiji. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because Jordan was so serious about it, you know, like That's, comparing to an actual. Like, She's our expert, Seiji. An actual game, right? I don't know. These are these are special games for me, right? These are my yeah. lost games. You have to like appreciate them in a very different way. I suppose maybe because I play dating sims on my own, I have some <laughs> level of uh, expectations for them. I know. Jordan, Jordan always <laughs> gives like the true answers. I find Jordan's a very honest person when it comes to uh, her opinions. I love that. Um, yeah, me too. So I can't do that because I, I don't have the experience, and also like I have a. Uh, a soft spot in my heart. It's a recommendation, my friend. You you don't you you don't have to justify your feelings. So all in all, <laughs> I think that it's a very boring game, but it's also very vanilla. Like the most yeah. vanilla games of this kind that we've played, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like Seduce Me, which was very out there. And yeah. The other game about the the love labyrinth also very out there in a lot of situations <laughs> would will make you question like, huh? That wouldn't happen, um, <laughs> but in um, in this game, the only thing that was strange, I guess, was that call, right? And yeah, I really thought strange. it was gonna be a plot point, something like, "Oh, okay, so something's going." Th there's something here that doesn't fit, and it's how that lady got your number and why yeah. you and all this, right? So I thought Kay's a witch, and she's draining love from people, yeah, and she needs yeah, that's that's a plot twist. Mm -hmm. I would have liked that actually. Something paranormal I was expecting, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you guys have set me in that path where I, <laughs> I, I need that expectation. So, so it, it is boring in that sense because nothing really happens and it's very safe. There's not a lot of cringiness in the, I don't know, in the situations. Maybe the whole game is, is kind of cringy, which I appreciate it now and I enjoy it. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm happy I got, you know, my fix of that for this year. So we'll see next year. Um, but yeah, it's pretty boring. So I think um, I'm going to go the same as Jordan with, with three quarters damage. Just because I can't really f go full damage for on my Kella Lost games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think three quarters damage is a good honest answer. Now, if you go to a few games back, the only game that is lowest than this one would be Secret of Mana. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That one got a low score. I love Secret Still. of Mana. I, I'm I'm a proponent of it. Dude, you, you gave a higher damage to Secret of Mana than to Valentine Panic. 
Did I give it that high? <laughs> yeah, you went. That is, you went the three quarters damage. What? How did I get convinced of that? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to revise my damage this episode. Okay. To three quarters damage. Okay. You guys can. You guys have convinced me. It really is kind of boring. <laughs> okay. It's still higher. I guess I was. I guess I was being nice. <laughs> yeah. It's still higher. Who gave it full damage? It's like um, P one. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh. So this wraps up yet another valentine's day episode this is our this i guess is our fifth one jordan you've been around for all of them how does, how does that feel being friend of the show to uh such a great successful show like bonus throw uh i always forget that it's even going to happen until you remind me like a month in advance yeah so you're really you're really excited for it throughout the year it's like uh, uh the e- it's like your e3 yeah you pretty can't. much how i treat e3 yes <laughs> there you go folks bonus throws as good as e3 you definitely want to listen to it Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> all right. Well, and honestly, thanks. Thank you for joining us. And uh, I always love having you on the show for shitty, for, yeah. for great uh, comic games. It's great. We'll pick up. We'll pick a more robust, robust one next year. Maybe a little earlier, so we have time to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. This is Rob and Seiji and Jordan, our favorite guest. Bye. <laughs>